Hipster Bricks by Denver Day. The Cost of Doing Business. The Price of Egalitarianism in the 21st Century. Or, It Takes Money to Make Money. Number 46. As the little resort village began to dig out from the three days of heavy snow, we were giddy, along with our comrades throughout the resort, to get out on the mountain. We'd chummed it up with the valuable, entertaining assortment of personalities at hand for the enjoying, and played cards and sketched on napkins and stayed up all nights, yakking with strangers about drammer and the profane. Blah, but all had had quite enough time cooped up in their cabins. The powder was lovely and the sunshine was beautiful. Of course, the owners of the lodge were not present. The management on duty was more of a caucus or ad hoc committee as nobody wanted to be held up more than one way. It could happen and uh, shit happens in the mountains. Shit happens everywhere, of course, anyway. Leadership there was alike to leadership anywhere else insofar as it was a psychological thing. Predominantly, leadership is symbolic. I always ask when visiting a new city, particularly when it's an appropriate statement, statement or rehashing the current backdrop where's the mayor it's a good question to ask and often the answer has to be very complex of course sometimes the answer is the mayor is right here but that is the sort of short sentence that tells a long story anyway the communal nature of crested butte seemed to be peaceable enough there was a wet bar in our lodgings and there were people patronizing it and so we staffed it while the blizzard dumped we identified only one coke dealer with a presence you know at the place and as far as anyone wearing the narcotics interdiction had it seemed only to be us he indeed had a few customers we were able to observe just small transactions, no surprises there, an eight ball, a teener. It was a blizzard, after all, and it was necessary for the vacationers who wanted to drink straight through the bad weather to do coke. Dull as our axe was among such an egalitarian marketplace nested in a jewel among the Rockies, there certainly did not seem to be any cause or political will in support of fixing that guy's wagon. Not technically, anyway, but the trip was still young. There were some the college kids who showed up after the weather cleared, which changed things, however. Sure enough, they were drinking at the bar in the lounge on their first night there, and sure enough, the peddler was there. Sam and I had, <clears throat> had a long talk about how to proceed. On one hand, just to fuck up the guy who was obvious and already there would serve just fine insofar as making the proper statement regarding the implications of candy striping college kids. On the other hand, it was... Statistically less certain of a path, but nevertheless, this douchebag had the potential to lead us upriver, so to speak, for access to an even more sizable douche crank. <clears throat> I am for both in the proper order, I said. We are in no hurry. Well, I guess that's life, Sam concurred. Amen. But if we ask him for larger quantity, it will um, probably spook him, and it <clears throat> certainly put him on alert. Well, that is unavoidable regardless, I think. And as before, it doesn't matter procedurally or philosophically. A burn is a burn. We won't ask for a huge amount, just more than can be handled in one sitting at this bar. Hopefully enough that we can get to meet or at least locate his source. Certainly his motel room. Hotel room as you like it. 
here on campus. But since we're not doing it to obtain money nor product, of course, it doesn't have to be any sort of notable amount. Yeah, but it still may be enough to get seriously arrested over, and he might think that that's what we want, she said. Well, do we look like narco detectives, I asked. Well, no, I don't think so. What does that even mean, she said. As far as I'm concerned, people either are or aren't junkies. Exactly. So I suppose we do think like cops, I said. But we do have our eccentricity. We can easily come across as far too crazy to be police. Also, it's highly possible that he supplies himself, and that he's a freelancer. In that case, he's the pin. As far as we're concerned, she said, and he's not working alone, but I don't think the barkeep is working with him. Yes, it is obvious that the bartender hates him, I said. He'll owe us one big time. So his spotter is the big burly guy who never talks back here? Yep. He'd have to be blind not to know, and even if he's just general intel or passive assistance, he's either for us or against us, she said. I'm starting to think we don't ask for anything out of the ordinary, even if we even ask for anything at all. We just grease them both. No questions asked. Well, let's ski for a day or two, I said, and see what else we can see, but that sounds like reasonable to me, sis. A couple of days went by as we enjoyed the black and blue slopes. Fresh powder and monitored the various wildlife. As I have mentioned before, I do not really understand what to do with prostitutes, actual hookers, even in defining them properly. They aren't as easily sorted out as drug dealers. Uh, maybe they are for some people, but not for me. At least not when they're clean. Uh, the subject is worth consideration insofar as distinguishing between ones on and off narcotics. A whore and a hustler are not the same thing. Sporting. 